Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now okay everybody i have something really cool to tell you about if you haven't heard yet about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain here it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will uh, distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one single place. Now, the way that you can do this is you got to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and then you can get started it's really fun we just switched over recently here at all too real too and i'm enjoying it so far so be sure to check it out and uh let us know what you think Hey everybody, welcome to the All Too Real 2 podcast. I don't know why I'm talking like this. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me as always is my co-host... Matt Haas. Why why so sad, Matt? Because of the movie we just, well, we watched earlier. But, but it was so good. I can't even lie, man. I think the movie, it damaged our brains somewhat. Well, folks, this week on All Too Real 2, um, Matt and I sat down and watched uh, another direct-to-video sequel, this time for the Christmas season. Jingle All the Way 2, folks, starring everybody's favorite redneck, Larry the Cable Guy. This is like, what, the second movie we've watched with him in it? Yep, Tooth Fairy 2 was the first one yes. we saw. And coincidentally, both this movie and Tooth Fairy 2 were directed by our favorite director, <laughs> Alex Zam. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Alex Zam is the best director of uh, direct-to-video sequels out there. You know, if you ever want a direct-to-video sequel made for any movie you loved as a child, or that was just out a couple years ago, <laughs> or um movie you hated, or anything in general. Just get him. Get Alex Sam. Sorry, dude. Um, if you're listening to this, Mr. Zam, um, I'd be more than happy to work with you on your next project, maybe to make it better. I don't know, but um, anyways. <laughs> so, Matt. I mean, you know, you also have to you know, take in consideration of what he's working with, too. So, you know what I mean? That's can't, true. Can't blame him I mean, all the I, way. I can't blame him for wanting to make money. Yeah. You I mean, know. I want to make money. Yes. We're going to, you know, when our sponsors, you know, they, you know. I mean, I would direct Jingle All the Way 3. Yeah. If they asked me to. Yeah. That would probably be in it as an acting role, maybe. Yes. I don't know. You can be, uh. I could be Larry Cable Guy's, um, understudy. No. 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 You, no <laughs> I don't no. want to be his overstudy. <laughs> overstudy. <sorry. laughs> wow. Understudy. <laughs> I don't know any of the acting terms. No, <laughs> or, or the... uh, no. Understudy is the proper one. Oh, it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. I was just saying you're better than him. Oh, so okay. He's overstudy oh, oh, as you. opposed to his I under. Like that. Yes. Thank Anyways, you. Anyways, um, I made up the word. <laughs> okay, so um, here is the uh, storyline written by 20th Century Fox Home Entertainment. This is their official. Okay. Two desperate dads compete in a no-holds-barred battle to be the best father and make this the best Christmas ever. Fun-loving, laid-back Larry is having a bear of a time finding the perfect Christmas gift for his eight-year-old daughter, Noelle. This season's hottest toy, the Harrison Bear, um, is all sold out, and Noelle's new stepfather wants to keep it that way so he can be the one to make her holiday wish come true. When Larry learns all Noelle wants for Christmas is the bear, he'll stop at nothing to make his little girl happy and get her the toy of her dreams. How sweet. Yes. We can end the podcast now, right? <laughs> yeah. You want you want to go into more you want me to you want me to do this? Do you want me to open my heart and Your sa- mind. save you the trouble of having to talk about it? You can talk a little bit about it. Because you seem to be really hurt by it yourself. You looked like you were frozen in place for a while when we were watching it. Like I was talking to you. Like right now you're just like a frozen statue. Let it go. Okay. <laughs> no, not that kind of frozen. No, no. no. Oh, okay. <clears throat> All right. So what happens in this movie, Matt? Well, Larry the Cable Guy, who plays a character named Larry... Lives in the trailer, which looks a lot like the trailer in uh, Tooth Fairy 2, and actually a similar location as well, which gives me the idea that since the director directed both these movies, that they were actually used some of the same places to uh, direct some of the scenes. Anyway, so um, he wakes up to his daughter bugging him to take her ice fishing because it's his weekend with surprisingly the other movie was shot in Florida yeah and this was shot in Canada oh that really just surprised me i just looked it up so i just had to inter- interject right. there so yeah not the same locations wow well that's that's pretty cool yes so uh she you know bugs him to go ice fishing and then he's you know trying to sleep more and she eventually hits him with the pillow 
So then they have like a little fun pillow fight, whatever, tickle fight, I don't know. And he takes her ice fishing, and then they ice fish, and then she catches a fish, and then it's time for him to take her to her mom and stepdad's house, Victor, who runs a box factory that makes boxes and is like super rich because of his family wealth and him taking the business to you know new heights or whatever and like you know they you know it's like the big standoff between the down-to-earth working class so-called working class labor layer to kill a guy who's worth millions of dollars <clears throat> and uh and you know the rich Liberal New York City type. Well, I don't know about liberal. I'm just sorry. I just have a, a, a vendetta against Larry the Cable Guy. But anyway, so I have to interject. Like, yeah, I, I don't think I, he was. I think I think I the I think the stepdad comes off as more of a. Yeah, I was just yeah, Victor, played by uh, actor Brian um, Stepanek. Stefanik. Step, Stepanik. Yeah, I don't know how to say his name, but anyways, that's who he is. No, I know. I I just. I, every time I think of Larry DeCable, I just think of like his how his conservative views are because he always like has to have like a juxtaposition between him like the real American, you know, who has a part time job and lives in this trailer by himself. You know, he's he's the real American, and um and you know these snooty rich, whatever. I can't, anyway, so yeah, uh, so he's you know it's like that's like the big show you know, standoff between you know those two guys. And, uh, when he's, he's like eating lunch at a diner with his friend that we thought was named Claus. But, no, but it's, it's Claude, played he, by, uh, wrestler, uh, Santo Morella, whose real name is Anthony, uh, Corelli. Anyways, um, yeah, he, he was, he's a WWE wrestler. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, and this movie was actually co produced by WWE. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, so. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, and it's his film debut. He was actually not that bad in the movie. No, he wasn't actually. He was one of the better actors in the <laughs> yeah. film. Uh, so anyway, so they're, they're at the diner and then, they, you know, they, they start watching the TV and, and some news reporters talking about like the hottest new toy of the season. It's some talking bear called Harrison. And he gets the idea that, oh, you know, he should buy this, this bear for her. And then, um, he goes to the store and they're sold out or whatever. And, uh, um, Noel is his daughter. His, he, you know, uh, she writes a letter to Santa Claus, and he's he ends up opening it to read it instead. And somehow, stepfather Victor found out too. I forgot how he figured out what she. Oh, he he hired his uh, his uh, henchman Welling, played by Eric Brecker, to follow um, Larry around oh, to yeah. find out what the gift was that he was trying to get. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So then he gets the idea to have this guy who normally. Has something to do with the factory, and he just told him, just drop everything you're doing and make your entire job this month to follow this guy around, and then buy every single bear that the city sells in every store. And the name of the project was uh, Project uh, Who's Your Daddy? Who's Your Daddy? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, my God, Mike, why are we talking? Anyway, so uh, uh, so he buys like thousands of these things. I mean, every single day he buys out the main toy store, which actually has a font that looks a lot like Toy Story. So that's kind of interesting. It's a toy store with a font that looks like Toy Story. It's yes. very interesting. And also, too, the guy who worked there, his name was Jeffrey. And, like like the giraffe. From right. And he's kind of tall and, and like lanky, you know. Yes. And then there's a funny line with him later on. That yes, I, we'll know, get to creepy, it. Creepy, yeah. creepy line. Anyway, so, 
Um, I'm skipping over a bunch of stuff because honestly, when you watch these kind of movies with Larry the Cable Guy, you you go into a sort of like trance like state where you're staring at the screen. You you know what's going on in the moment, and then when once the moment passes, you f- you forgot everything. It's, yeah, it's all and it's, you kind of forget that you're a human. Yeah, I mean, that's a, <laughs> exactly. There's a depersonalization that takes place, and uh, you start to like leave your body. Yeah, and uh, look above yourself and being like, "What the fuck are you doing, you dumbass?" Exactly. And then um, exactly. <laughs> And you slap yourself, uh, and you wake up, uh, and you're like, "Oh, I'm watching a fucking movie." And, uh, do you have yeah. any more details? Because I'm, I'm I'm blanking on a lot of the stuff that I was going to well, talk basically, about. Well, basically, basically, I mean, your your whole premise is that uh, the stepfather buys up all of these fucking bears in the town, so uh, so Larry can't get one. Um, and he hides him in a warehouse. He owns a box factory. Baxter Box says, yeah. Um, so then, uh, anyways, there's a point in the movie where the scary part happens. The scary line by Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey contacts uh, Larry somehow or something and uh, wants uh, to sell him a bear that he has. Um, he's hiding his voice and shit, and he has a little elf um who helps him out. It's very similar to a scene in the original Jingle All the Way, which never in my life did I ever think I would say, man, I wish I was watching Jingle All the Way instead of this. <laughs> There's never been a time in my life where I've sat back. I've seen Jingle All the Way probably about three or four times in my life. And that's that's good. I really don't need to see it again. <laughs> it's not that great of a movie. People think it's a classic. You know, classic Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sinbad, Phil Hartman, Jake Lloyd movie. Yes, Jake Lloyd. Young Anakin Skywalker. Anyways, um, <laughs> he, um, the, that movie is like the Citizen Kane of Christmas movies compared to this lovely film. I mean, the film. Okay, here's here's the thing with what a lot of these movies are. They're bad, but they're not so bad that they're good. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of just there. It's like something you put on in the background, just to make sure your TV still works. Yeah, you know. That's why I was talking about like some TV shows. Yeah, that, that's I, I think like I do think that they actually intentionally make certain things. For that express purpose. Yes. Like, just to have something that you, you can like put... Like Big Bang Theory. Anyways, oh, um... Oh, exactly. Yes. Best best beloved show of all time. Mm, okay. I, I like I like to see who was um who was voting for that. Um, yes. Anyway, but... Who, so... Who got paid to um, say that, but... But anyways, the... Um, this, the, the scary scene in the movie is, is reminiscent of a scene in... Uh, in Jingle All the Way 1, where they go to a creepy warehouse location to buy a uh buy the toy for the kid and then get foiled by the cops and there was also a little person involved in the original movie too the original movie had a uh, santa claus in it i do believe played by a person from one of those shows that was made just to have on in the background called uh according to jim um jim belushi um anyways uh <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. He's really taking a pounding in this conversation. That's a community reference, by yes, the way. Yes, it is. <laughs> As he should. Anyways, um... <laughs> oh, man. Uh, sorry, Jim. I do like uh, some of your movies and stuff. I just can't think of any of them right now. Oh, plus two, you know that story you told me. Which, which from, one? From a long time ago. What's that? Like being a real asshole. Didn't you say something like a, someone wanted an autograph of him from him or something like that? I don't ever remember. No? I must no. be thinking of someone totally different than... Yeah. Okay. No, I, I've never heard anything bad. I've actually heard that Jim Belushi's a really nice guy. Shit, I must be thinking of someone totally So, yeah. Different. All right. Yeah, because most people actually seem to like him a lot. He okay. seems like a really down-to-earth nice guy, so... Shit. Unless somebody else had an experience it's, with It's him. the depersonalization yeah. is what it's doing. Yeah. It's, it's making me have false memories. Yeah, I don't want to spread any rumors about Jim Belushi because he... Uh, as far as I know, is a good guy. Okay. I don't know. You know, I mean, I just, those, those Albanians, I, you know, yeah, they're they're always mm-hmm. nice people. It seems like, yeah, I, I had an Albanian. Speaking oh, of Albanians, right. once I went to uh, Chicago, mm-hmm. and I was staying in this hotel with big my, Albanian community in Chicago. Yeah, I was yeah. staying staying in this uh, hotel, and uh, we were trying to find out about cabs to go somewhere, and uh, so they 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 got us a cab. And uh, the driver was a guy with a gold tooth named Moose, who was Albanian. And I only know he was Albanian because he had to point it out a bunch of times. <laughs> and he had an Albanian flag air freshener hanging from his uh, rearview mirror. So anytime I think of Albanian people, I think of my good friend Moose, who ripped me off of a bunch of money when he came to <laughs> being a cab driver. Anyways, um, I have nothing against Albanians, <laughs> just against Moose with his gold tooth. <laughs> That story in Schromberg like, took a huge like nosedive. <laughs> yeah, it, so 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 it turned out Moose wasn't a cab driver. He was just a friend of the people that owned the hotel yeah. who would drive people He's around. He's their cab driver. Yes, just for that hotel. Just for that hotel. And because I found out when I went into another cab later, they said they said when they picked me up at the hotel, and they said to me, uh, "Did you take a cab anywhere else at all here?" And I was like, "Yeah," and they're like. Was the guy named Moose? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And they're like, did he have a gold tooth? And I was like, yeah. Albanian air fr- Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, he's not a cab driver. He's not uh, issued a, you know, a hack license to be a cab driver or anything. He's, uh, yeah. And this was like, you know, 10 or 15 years ago. So it's uh, kind of, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, this is before people that weren't cab drivers could just drive you around right. with Lyft or Uber or something. But... <laughs> Well, yeah, <laughs> you could probably still, yeah, offer your own personal services. Yes, uh, you mean you would have to pay taxes, you know, personal taxes on it. So, yeah, did he really rip you off though? Because he took you places though, didn't he? Yeah, he did. But we found out that what he was charging us was oh, was it way more than? Yeah, and plus okay. he was doing it technically illegally at the time because you had to be a cab driver in the oh. in the in the Chicago land area. You had to have a license yeah, okay yeah it's like there's regulations and union laws okay. and stuff like that yeah so anyways at that time at least i i'm sure it's changed now with lyft and uber right running. yeah but anyways okay wow. that that was a nice little tangent but anyways back to this uh so so what was the 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 creepy line uttered by jeffrey in the warehouse scene in jingle all the way too all right so uh, Jeffrey, he's got like this like voice changer thing, which Victor says sounds like Batman, even though it sounds nothing like Batman. And they specifically even mentioned the later Batmans, meaning 
Christian Bale. Oh, by the way, which they called Scott Bale, um, as the actor who played the late The Dark Knight. Scott Bale, by the way, is a interesting character. Anyway, so um, uh, Charles and Charles. Oh, anyway, okay. <laughs> Have Amy from Superstore yeah. sing it in Spanish. <laughs> it's a great song, a uh, great rendition. But um, you know, his voice changer sounds nothing like Batman. But whatever, they don't know anything because yeah. they're idiots. But and he eventually takes like you know, takes the the voice changer away and he lifts up his hood and it's Jeffrey from the store and he's like all of a sudden he's like all nice and happy whereas before he was like really menacing he's like hey guys and he's like whoa the toy star guy i'm chili dog i'm gonna fart right now you know whatever he's doing and then you know talking about taking his freaking pepsi ac or tums or whatever and then um and then he's like yeah i'm um mild mannered toy store employee by day and purveyor of childhood fantasies by night Mm. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to ask any questions yeah. there. Um, um, yeah, that's just kind of creepy. That's man. a creepy statement, no matter what it means. <laughs> it doesn't even have to mean anything bad. Just saying that no. line itself is is already puts you on the creep factor, like uh-huh. about fifty percent, right there. Just from that. You're already at half point right there. Yes. Anyway, so um, mind you, he was one of the better actors in this movie. Yes. So because he had a funny line earlier when uh, Larry the Cable Guy said something stupid as per usual, and then no, he, and he's like, "Oh, really? Oh, okay, yeah, you know, or something like that." Just yeah, like, just kind of like just the way he said it. You just yeah, but yeah, because um, yeah, at one point, uh, what did he say? It was something like. Uh, I don't know one of his misper- misappropriations. It was something of stupid, the, of, yeah, of, of language. Anyways, uh, so in the end, things get better between Victor, the stepfather, and Larry here, um, because they get locked into the warehouse together after uh, Larry figures out where it is by some scheme of his. And this is after he tried other schemes where he uh, basically was going to steal from the homeless people. That's right. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, he dresses up like a homeless person at one point because they're giving away one of these bears. They're, oh, yeah, yeah. There's there's a few little instances here where we should probably go into before we get to the end of the movie. Oh yeah. Um, actually, let's let's get into those in a minute here, Matt. Uh, okay. Let's let's uh let's take a break here and uh you know learn um you know listen to these uh nice ads from our our sponsors with their products and or services and uh you know partake of those you know and, and I tell you what. I bet you they won't be sold out. No. No. Probably not. All right, we'll be right back. All right. Do you have dreams that you want to achieve but are scared to do so due to self-doubt, fear, and other people's criticism? I have just what you need. You need a dose of the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast where I interview guests that will motivate and inspire you to stop at nothing to achieve your dreams. And always remember, if you believe, you can achieve.
Hello, I'm Tom. And I'm Brian. Hosts of Be Hero Fights. Home of the greatest debates of our time. We tackle the tough topics such as... Fortnite vs. Call of Duty. McDonald's vs. Burger King. John Wick vs... Wait, is, is that really fair? Nevertheless, join us weekly on Spotify, Apple, Google, and pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. And hear the madness ensue. And as always, fight on. All right, we're back. Those were some awesome products and or services, weren't they, Matt? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, I like the and or services. Yeah, it kind of widens the scope of yes. what people might want. Yes, because, I mean, you might want a product someday, and someday you might want a service. Exactly, so. Or you might want both. Combine. A, pro- a product that is a service. Combine them, yeah. You know, like a. Like 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 a talking bear, because that could be a service to you. Yeah, somehow. it could be because it can it can like be a compan sort of like a mock companion. Yeah, I mean if you don't have any friends, this thing will even say your name back to you. Get Harrison. Yeah, Harrison Bear. Pretty sad, but that's you know that's all you yeah. got, and that's all I've got apparently because this movie's just like taking away any kind of sense of confidence I've had about friendship and stuff and now I'll just well, feel like I uh, mean it actually enforced my idea of having a best friend because you know Claude and Larry seemed like really good friends yeah they did yes and it seemed like it seemed like Larry didn't really care that much about the friendship though but Claude yeah. did Cla- Claude was very loyal he was and Larry was too busy being stupid to not we know care. absolutely nothing about Claude no we don't we don't know anything, anything about, about we don't know if he works with them by the way we don't even know what Larry does we know that Larry has a part-time job doing something Yes, very unexplained, and somehow I mean able- may- maybe he's a purveyor of child fantasies. And uh, <laughs> I don't know, but, but uh, I don't know about that. Hopefully not. But um, but you know, so, uh, he's got a part time job that somehow is able to pay for a trailer. Which again, yeah. trailers are not cheap. I know people think of like, oh, you trailer, tra-. no, yeah. tra- trailers are are is expensive as. An apartment or like uh, running the house—they're mm-hmm. not cheap at all. Not only that, he—he's not doesn't even live in the trailer park. He's got his own piece of land, which leads me to believe that he also owns that land, which also is not cheap. So yes, I don't know what he's doing, working four hours, five hours a day, and somehow is able to afford all this and spend time with his daughter and buy this. You know, he's an investment th- banker. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay, <laughs> a trigonometry teacher. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's what he does. Okay, yes. he teaches philosophy at the <laughs> local uh, community college. All right. can, we, can we go to the the part where he dressed up as a homeless person and yeah, literally yeah, was going to steal from the homeless? Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit here, Matt. Um, what what happened here? So he dresses up as the most stereotypical caricature of a homeless person that you would ever see. Like, because in Larry Cable, in his mind. With his, you know, politics and stuff, that's you know what he—that's what he thinks. Everyone is a certain group is a certain way. So in his mind, it's a scrabby-looking guy with patched-up coat, long hair, scrabby beard, and like just you know dirt stains all over his face. You know, mm-hmm. that's to him. That's what he thinks every you know homeless person looks like. And then so he's—he's—he sees all these. Uh, well, first he sees all these people t- taking the bears to a place. So he's trying to figure out what. No, sorry, that's that's a whole different scene. Never mind. So. I'm I'm getting ahead of myself here. Yes. So, sorry. So um, he he does he goes there and then some some woman 
recognized them. Yeah, his like high school girlfriend. Yeah, or and she and so she's like you know like taking pity on him because you know she thinks like he's really homeless and like just you know like and really having a bad time. But he's like you know super optimistic, and she's like, oh, you don't have to you know pretend or whatever. So she gives him <clears throat> she gives him twenty dollars. Oh yeah. Also, she she goes at one point. She goes, "Is it because I broke up with you in high school?" Yeah. So you know he's he's homeless thirty years later, almost. You know because she broke up with him in high school. But then they, they, this this part of the story arc keeps going back and forth between whether or not he broke up with her. This doesn't matter. This this this, this sh- shouldn't even be in the movie. It's just not important to the plot at all. Not at all. But anyway, so but they had to throw in it. They had to throw it in there to you know to make sure they had an hour and a half movie. I guess so. You're like, all right, well, let's bring in his high school girlfriend where she takes pity on him, gives him $20, and then basically, you know, tells him to keep his head up or whatever, and then she leaves. And then, so he goes, $20? Hey, I'm in the wrong business. Yeah, yeah, you fuck, fucking piece mm-hmm. of shit. Because being homeless is obviously a business, you fucking asshole. So, um, you well, know, Mr. Well, might be. Well, no. okay, <laughs> but whatever. But, but I guarantee... I, Okay, the home the scammers are at least they're, they're at least doing more honest work than what Larry the Cable Guy does. So I'm just saying, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, Larry the Cable Guy. But anyway, so he goes in there, he sits on Santa's lap, and he demands he demands that Santa give him a Daniel Harrison. Whitney. Yeah, and then he gives him the Harrison. Oh yeah, he 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 somehow casuals him into doing this by saying that he, he ate Mexican the night before and he's feeling all bubbly up in my stomach. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Anyway, so so then he gives him the bear and then he runs out and then this little kid shows up and he's like, oh, you got a Harrison? That's awesome. I, I, I wish I could have a Harrison, but dad says that Santa's on the budget this this year and trying to you know sob story or whatever and his dad's in jail yeah he's like he won't he he won't get out of prison until february but it just it might just be like the christmas like last year or the year before or the year before or the year before so then larry gives him you know the bear and then he's like sucker then he runs and i know exactly i knew exactly you're like oh i know what, i bet you he's gonna go and give it to that guy because victor apparently has eyes all over this fucking city like he's some dc villain and um you know oh he is yeah oh he is victor is no i'm joking oh, okay. <laughs> I was wondering if it was a different multiverse, you know, Earth 34. And, 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 and are we talking there. DC Comics villain or somebody no. that works in Congress? The CW. Oh. No, I meant comics, sorry. Oh, okay. Well, it could be Make both. sure it's Congress or comics because DC Ooh. villain can apply to both. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It actually could. Um, so then he, he runs after the kid and then they get into like a, like a scuffle at, outside of this church, which is where his high school ex-girlfriend is at because she said she was going to church. So then everyone's getting outside of church. And I wasn't, I, I was under the impression that this wasn't even a Sunday. So I'm not sure what everyone was doing at church at noon on a weekday. It must be a really religious town. I don't know, but, um, maybe it's like one of those towns that's like specifically has like a religion to it. Like the Domino's pizza guy who tried to build a, well, it might have been Christmas Eve too. I oh, was that know. what it was? I don't know. I'm not okay. sure. Maybe it was. So, yeah. Okay. So anyway, so that they, would make sense. They're, yeah. yeah, they're all coming out, coming outside of church and, and you know, they see like this scruffy guy like holding this little kid's arm. And she's like, Larry, what are you doing? Just because you're falling on hard times doesn't does not excuse you, you know, hurting the child. And 
He's like, I'm not hurting a child. He's just... Don't even need words. It's Larry the Cable Guy. All you got to do is make a fart sound and go, chili dog, get her done. That's it, you know. But um, so then the so the kid runs off to... Um, that was funny, man. Sorry. I'm not... I'm kind of... No, it was, it was hilarious. It, it was... It's. I think it's his next album, man. What? Chili Everything dog. you just said. Oh, okay. Get a dog. Get her done. <laughs> Yep, that that was it. That's that's the whole album. Oh, yep. Just put it on a, on a loop. Yes. And then put it like in tritone harmonies and just keep yes. it like a Tim and Eric type of thing. And then do like a dubstep version. Of it. <laughs> yeah, yes. dubstep. Yeah, exactly. So um I got I kind of got carried away. Oh, so then the kid takes it to the car where Welling is. I knew it was I knew exactly that's what was going to happen. Yes. So um he takes he gives it to Welling and then Welling Takes it back, you know. That's one more bear that Larry can't get. It all, almost kind of reminds me of like, I'm, like, there's like a video game I think where you had to, you had to collect something, but someone was always trying to steal it from you. I don't remember. It was like for Atari or Nintendo, and it was like, yeah, the whole game was that you had to collect like these items, and there was like some person that was always like stealing them and then putting them in like. A warehouse. So I'm trying to figure out if they literally got the plot idea. <laughs> fucking Nintendo game from like 1987 or something. Oh, but um, I don't know, Mike. I, so so, anyways, the there there was another scene where there was like a contest at a at, at a at a country bar, and uh, they you had to like ride on a on a mechanical bull, which they called a mechanical reindeer, and you had to dress up like Santa and. Uh, yeah, in, in that scene, um, both Claude and Larry go there to try to win it. So because one of the prizes is the uh, fucking bear. Anyways, uh, the bear, the bear that um, coincidentally just let you know was voiced by director Alex Sam. <laughs> but anyways, in that scene, they uh, they get on. You know, they they do the thing. Uh, Claude gets on the on the thing, and he lasts one second on <laughs> it. Which uh, I'm reading here in the trivia is interesting. I don't watch wrestling, but this might be an interesting little fact to the wrestling fans that are listening, if there are any out there. Uh, the scene where Larry and Claude ride the bull. Uh, Claude only lasts one second on the bull. Santo Morelli, who plays Claude uh, in the WWE, lasted only one second in the Royal Rumble before being eliminated. Oh, wow. So it was kind of a joke, I guess. Oh, I see. Be, you know, yeah. he lasts one second in the Royal Rumble. And then in the... Okay. So um, that... Uh, but Larry decides to glue his ass to the fucking um to the uh to the fucking bull thing. And uh yeah, and then he, he's on the thing for like thirty seconds after Welling tries to sabotage it by having the paying the guy to turn up the speed on it. He's on the thing for like thirty some seconds and uh he wins. But it turns out the first prize isn't the fucking bear. It's uh trip to the Poconos or something. Well, it was originally, but then the guy paid him, I think, him. to switch it, switch it around. I think, didn't he? I thought he just paid him to maybe. He oh. paid him to turn up the speed. On well, he kind of like gave him like this nod, like um, right when they were leaving. Like, no, almost, maybe they did that too. But I don't. You know, no, the yeah. host would have known. No, so I, yeah, I guess I it was know. them not thinking it through, like usual. Yeah, but anyways, he won. He won a trip for two to the Poconos, which never pays off in any way, by the way. But anyways, um, <laughs> so towards the end of the movie, Victor and. Uh, Larry get locked in this warehouse, as I was stating earlier. Um, they uh, end up throwing bears at each other in the <laughs> warehouse. Um, they uh, 
start discussing it and realize that they both kind of want the same thing. They just want to be happy and they want Noelle to be happy and blah, blah, blah. They both love her and, you know, now they need to work together. And at the same time, the whole town is gathered at the Christmas tree lighting for the town in the town square because every town has one of the, oh wait, I guess, you know, we have one in Toledo too. But anyways, the, uh, um, they, uh, they all find out that it was through Welling that it was, uh, that it was Victor's idea to do this bullshit. And, uh, so, uh, they all get mad at him and it's kind of like, a Frankenstein with the pitchfork, pitchforks, you know, and the town people wanting to kill him, um, sort of thing in the town, you know, including two old lady twins that were in the movie randomly. Oh God, those, ugh, they those... were really annoying. They finished each other's sentences. There you go. Yeah. So you caught on there. Cool. Anyways, um, <laughs> the, uh, oh God. They were so pointless. Yeah. Like there were so many things here that it was just filler. It, it seems like they probably were like in this town and Alex Zam, the director, is just walking around town and he happens to see these two old lady, uh, yeah. you know, um, twins and he's like, I got to put you in a movie. Mm-hmm. You're going to be a star. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> a superstar. Anyways, the, uh, Oh god. Oh my god. Yeah. Maybe it was the maybe it was the twins from the shining all grown up. It, uh, no, no, they're no. way too old for that. I, I'm just joking. No. <laughs> <laughs> the uh But but anyways, they all are mad, but then Larry comes up with an idea to save the day. They dress up uh Victor like Santa Claus and then they give all out all the bears to the townspeople. Mm-hmm. And everybody's happy. Because they got her done, and then that, <laughs> then then uh, they, they decide to have Christmas together at Larry's trailer. Yeah, because the big mansion seemed you know too small. Yeah, and um, <laughs> anyways, it turns out that she didn't really want that Harrison bear because it was like the way that the note said something like Harris Harrisone. Well, the eight year old. Girl the, wrote, has like the writing yeah. of like a two year old. Yes. So it, it all the words were like jumbled together. Yeah. And what she really said, what was it like together or something or Yeah. It was something like, you know, together as one. Yeah, that that's what it was. That's what she wanted for Christmas. Yeah, she wanted her family together as one. And then they were. Larry right. burns the turkey and then they talk about ordering some food from somewhere and they're trying to figure out it is and then the credits fucking roll. Yep. And I was happy. <laughs> Me t- First time I was happy all I was catatonic for about a minute, yeah. but then I was happy. Yeah. yeah. Larry the Cable Guy movies tend to make me catatonic for yeah. a bit. Me too. Make me question life in general. Yeah. And, uh, there, there, there's definitely yes. that aspect of, you know, an in-between state of consciousness and uh, whether or not you want to return to consciousness or just fade away. Yes. Not, not in a, you know, not in a... Um, but then you realize the most important thing about life is that... Sometimes, you know, things need to be done, mm-hmm. and the only thing you can do is get her done. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And that's, that's, that, the, th- that's the important lesson you learn from Larry the Cable Guy. That's the nugget or nacho cheese sauce stains of wisdom that yes. you get from... It's, sorry, it's, I'm referring to another movie. Of, yeah, it's it's the fried chicken of life, you know, that's all I'm saying, you know, and it's the uh, chili of life. Oh, my God. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I've, I've decided to look at, uh, look at, uh, um, the internet movie database 
There are a lot of bad reviews of this movie. I'm surprised, actually, because there were so many good reviews for Tooth Fairy 2. Yeah, I know. And this was a little bit better than that, but yeah. not much. Here's a, here's an 8 out of 10. This is a pretty high one. Oh. Okay, never mind. <laughs> the I guess that's the whole review. The whole review is actually just the just the headline. Oh. Which is pointless sequel that actually surprised me a lot. <laughs> eight out of ten. <laughs> this eight out of ten, but they call it a pointless sequel. Yes. It's kind of like a a uh, contradiction of like what do you really feel here? Wait I mean, it is pointless. Oh sequel. wait, oh no, I, I oh that one does have a oh. I just was looking at the thing wrong. It's got a little uh, arrow thing that goes down. Okay, here we go. Oh. All right. It's got a little Oliver Queen thing on there. Yes. <laughs> yes, arrow is there. Okay, okay, here we go. <laughs> Let's see if I want to read this. Okay. All right, this is from Batman Fun Reviews 2018. But this was out in November of 2016. I'm confused by that, but it just... Okay, okay, anyways. All right, warning. Spoilers. Okay, Larry's daughter wants only one thing for Christmas, a talking bear. His daughter's uh, stepdad intends to make sure that Larry can't get one. Uh, the first time I heard that Jingle All the Way 2 was happening, I was angry. I thought that this film was going to suck. But as it turned out, it didn't. Mm. It was a very sweet and loving family movie about two fathers, Larry and stepdad Victor, who both wanted to buy this talking bear for noel larry's daughter and the whole plot twist is something far plot twist what the fuck it wasn't far, <laughs> something far more serious since the kid tried to bring every person she loved closer it's not as good as the original movie though because larry the cable guy is simply not arnold schwarzenegger you know <laughs> i'm gonna deviate here for a second from this <laughs> When you're judging the greatness of actors <laughs> in the world, don't get me wrong. I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's a good guy. When you say something like, Larry the Cable Guy is simply not Arnold Schwarzenegger. Now, I mean, Larry the Cable Guy is not, you know, Bradley Cooper. Larry the Cable Guy is not... Even Jeff Foxworthy. But Arnold Schwarzenegger has never been known for his <laughs> acting chops. <laughs> He's just trying to compare him because he was in the first one, but still, it's like... I know, it's just like... It's like... <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, anyways. <laughs> it's like saying, like, you know, Jason Newstead's a good bass player, but he's not like... He's not like the first basis for Metallica. They had like two songs with them in 1982. Who's now a plumber, a very successful one, by the way. Yeah, but still, <laughs> I but I mean, comparably, I mean, I, I don't want to say anything. I mean, as a person, I would rather hang out with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger any day over Larry the fucking oh, yeah. cable guy. But if you put both of them in a wet paper bag and you asked them to act their way out of it. I think there's going to be a tie. I'm pretty sure that they're both pretty bad actors. That's all I'm going to say. Mm -hmm. um, they're not known as thespians. No. It's like... Uh, well, thespian sounds too close to lesbian. And, <laughs> and God made Adam and Eve not... 
I don't know. <laughs> Adam and Steve. I, I can't think of anything right now. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, um, so, all right, I'm I'm done with that tangent. And and okay, and this talking bear is nowhere near as cool as Turbo Man was. I know. But I really enjoyed this movie. It's nowhere near as bad as everyone said it was, mm. and it's nowhere near as bad as I thought I was. It was going to be, and uh, some of the laughs were pretty good, like the scene with uh, the Christmas life. It's not the greatest Christmas film of all time, but it's not the worst Christmas film ever made. If there's an award for that, it goes to the Star Wars Holiday Special. Um, I think I would watch that over this. Yeah, me day. too. Um, I'll give Jingle All the Way uh, to a B plus and an eight out of ten. Mm-mm. Okay. You know what the worst Christmas film of all time is? Christmas Vacation Two. Yes, with which, Randy Quaid, which we need to cover for this podcast. I, I couldn't get past. The first twenty five minutes of that movie, we we can, but I couldn't. We we will someday. Okay, I'm I'm sure that's maybe not even the worst Christmas movie though. There's got to be one out there. We'll find it. Somewhere. I mean, we've been watching these bad movies so much, we've probably got desensitized to them, yes. so we could probably just breeze through that one. Actually, okay, I'm not going to read this next one because it's way too long. Okay, okay, here's a here's another eight out of ten from uh, Tnac zero 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 one eight. Posted on January 4th, 2018, so not too long ago. Um, okay. Any family struggling with uh, step-parents would most likely laugh out loud with this film, especially if they are full of love and heart. Okay, anyways. Um, this is the first film I've seen with Larry the Cable Guy, and let me tell you, I laughed so many times. Um, this is a heartwarming movie that I actually like more than the original Jingle All the Way. Oh my god. Tis the season. All should come together as one. Uh, children come first. They are who, uh, keeps Christmas alive. You rock, Larry the Cable Guy. And the little girl who plays the daughter in this film is so very heartwarming. Are you running out of adjectives here? Anyways, um... (laughs) The, uh, you, uh, you just want to give her a big hug. Two big things, a thumbs up for this hilarious Christmas movie. Being a step parent, absolutely love it. Um, huge hugs to the whole cast. Y'all rock. What a wonderful family Christmas movie. Mm. Eight out of ten. Okay. Yeah. Who are these people? I don't know. And those are the only eight out of tens. There's no ten out of tens on this. Um, there's a six out of ten, but it's a very long. Like I, it's like a novel, and I don't God. want to read that. Um, Why would you write dedicate that much uh, I text to a uh, jingle all the way to? I mean, I will read one of these uh, just because I like the the headline for this one. Um, it's a one out of ten. Hmm. Um, are there negative stars like anti stars? Um, <laughs> this is from. Uh, I coop, mommy. Okay. I k o o p m o m m y. I coop, mommy. Uh, okay. Sound almost sounds like I poop, mommy. Yeah, but anyways, I um, December fifth uh, of two thousand fourteen is when this was written. Um, the best actor in this train wreck, in train wreck, was the wrestler, and Larry the Cable Guy wasn't even the worst actor in the film. Never again. I should tell Redbox I want my. F- free rental code back the he entire said. movie um larry is being forced to accept the fact his ex-wife remarried okay i get it but there's also but they're also forcing larry to ha- to accept his daughter now has two dads 
really hate to tell you one is a father and one is a stepfather. I almost don't like this post because that's wow. just bullshit because I'm sorry. There are stepfathers. I think this person's are, got like a vendetta yeah, against stepfathers. I know because I'm sorry, but you know, you got to realize that this dude's going to be in the kid's life regardless. <laughs> Anyways, um, I don't know. I, um, I don't know that um, just did not sit well with me. I hated it. I can't stress enough. It was dull, boring, lacking, had the whole entire plot pinned in about five minutes of the movie. I only laughed once, and I don't even think the part was meant to be funny. Wow. Okay, but yeah. he's wrong about one thing. Yeah. Larry DeKayla guy was absolutely the worst actor in the movie. Actually, no. Really? No. Who do you think was the worst actor in the movie? I hate to say it because she was like the only African-American actress in the whole movie, but there's this like mom in the one scene and she's just horrible. I, I Was I? I think it was in, in a trance at that scene. Yeah, I just said all I, I just remember, I remember commenting. Something. I just remember commenting. You can't act because oh. she was just it was like she was reading her lines. What, what scene card. was that? They were interviewing her on TV at one point when, oh, they, okay. when they found out about the about all the um Harrison Bears being missing. I was stuff. wondering if it was the the one black person that he he spoke to in the past six months when he was in line. I think it was the same character. Was it her? Yeah, they probably only got one one black person in all of British Columbia. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm joking. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but, that... but I'm saying was the Larry the Cable Guy movie. You never yeah, know. they might have a quota. All right, one's one's enough. We'll just we'll, yeah. we'll just have them played multiple roles here. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, that's, I don't want to defame. No, Larry it wasn't. I don't guy. think it was intended to be multiple roles. I, I think I'm, it was the I'm, same I'm character. Because Larry the Cable Guy is, is a known, very a, a lover of all races and peoples, and he would he would you know never have any prejudice against it. Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Sorry, we're we're really like messed up here. <laughs> this, these movies they they take a lot, like especially the Larry the Cable Guy ones, and also Inspector Gadget two take you, another you, Alexam you, classic. You we can we can explain it to you, but you can't understand it until you've actually had to sit down and not just have these again, not just have these movies playing on on the TV while you're doing something like washing dishes, cooking. No, but actually sitting down and, and watching, watching and taking notes. Yeah, it takes a lot out of you. It really does. So we're doing this for you, even though you didn't ask for it. But hey, okay. And then, so um, I'm going to read this other comment. It's another. Uh, it's another review. It's a one out of ten review. The headline is garbage. <laughs> and this is uh, Justin Bewe, um, <laughs> posted in November of 2016. Okay. This was an utter load of garbage. Steps to enjoy this movie. movie. One, drop your IQ by 100 points. Two, swallow gasoline. Three, strike match. Four, swallow match. Five, enjoy movie. I do not know how some producers can be happy with this quality movie. I would suggest watching this movie never. How else can I describe this pile of dog turd? God. If there was only one movie left to watch on this planet, and it was this movie, I would not even consider it. I would consider tearing my eyes out with a blunt teaspoon, pouring molten lava in my ears, and then maybe, just maybe, would I turn this movie on. Larry the Cable Guy is in the top ten of worst actors to be born in the universe. 
If I stuck two googly eyes on a sack of horse manure, the performance would be better. One out of ten stars. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought I had an uh, issue with Larry. This person. Got to watch out for that guy. He sounds yeah, like know. a violent person. Or the angry video game I mean, nerds doing movie reviews now. If uh, Justin, um, J-U-S-T-I-N-B-W-I-E, on, uh, out there on uh, IMDB, uh, if you happen to be listening to this, I don't think you'd want to probably because you seem to have really hated this dog turd of a movie, which I agree. But um, you, uh, <clears throat> if you need to talk to anybody or you just want to write us for any reason, please do, because I actually enjoy your writing style. It's very, uh, very mean-spirited, but I enjoy it. Um, that's all I had to say, and if you need, you know, help, like, you know, if you happen to have, you know, see another Larry the Cable Guy movie, like Tooth Fairy 2 or anything like that, <laughs> and it's not sitting well within your brain, there's help out there. I'm just, I'm, I just, I'm just saying, you know, you mm-hmm. might want to you know, seek it. Yeah. Maybe. Or talk to somebody. Or if you're perfectly fine, yeah. live your life, man. I don't care. Anyways, um, <laughs> that was my public service announcement to uh, people out there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, any other uh, thoughts or comments or anything about this glorious film here, Matt? Uh, uh, just, just don't watch it. Just don't. Don't don't waste your rentals, Redbox rentals on this movie, really. Why would you even do that? But anyway, so yeah, just just watch, you know, regular Christmas movies, not stupid people talking about chili dogs and nacho stains and Mexican. I mean, I'm not even a fan of a Christmas story, and I know people are going to hate me for saying that. Watch that instead of this. It's at least got good acting in it. Yeah. You know, Darren McGavin is an awesome actor, and he's in it. So, you know, just watch that. Yeah. Watch that. Watch Christmas Vacation. Watch Home Alone. Watch, watch Home- Die Hard. Watch the original Jingle All the Way. Yeah. Like, four times instead of watching this once. Yeah. I, I would highly it's recommend It's not going to do you any good. No. It's not, you know, you're going to be sitting down with your friends. You're going to think you're going to have a laugh. And the thing is, with these movies, like The Tooth Fairy 2 and this one, they're not even bad. They're not even good bad where you can make fun of them. They just make you sad when you watch them. Like they just, there's nothing that 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 it's like, you know, like you know, like with Turbulence Three, for example, which maybe we might we might cover at some eventually. Point. Yeah. That's a movie that you can make fun of because of how bad it is. Yeah, but it so, but it brings you joy mm-hmm. because of how bad it is. These movies with Larry, who always plays a character named Larry. Because apparently he's one of these weird actors that can only ever have their name as, I don't know, whatever. I mean, I guess you do what you got to do. But he always plays Larry and they just make... Well, he did play Mater. Was it Mater? Oh. In, 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 in Cars. Yeah, but but he played a car though, so. Pickup truck. I mean, pick whatever. He or, played a vehicle. Or a tow truck or He whatever. played a vehicle. Yeah, it was a tow Mater. That's right. To- it was a tow truck. Are you kidding name, me? Name, Are you fucking mater. kidding me? Honestly. That's what he called him. Honestly, I'll tell you this. If I have to watch any Larry the Cable Guy <laughs> movie ever again, it's Cars. Okay. Because 
he actually made me laugh in that movie, but I don't I don't really credit him with any of that. I just think it was the writing of the movie. <laughs> Got lucky. And the fact that, you know, it was a big Pixar Disney movie, right. which, you know, it, anyways. <laughs> but, yeah, just, um, you know, it's just like with there's there's no. What's the word? There, there's no um. Not all, not all, what's not alternative? What's the? I'm trying to think. There's no replacement for real happiness, and you know, just like with certain like synthetic drugs, you know. My my buddy H knows what I'm talking about here. I don't want to say his name. Just don't do them. Don't do synthetic drugs. Or synthetic movies. They're not gonna. They're not gonna have the. They're not gonna give you the desired um, response, and you're gonna have a a very unclean feeling and sensation that borders on a panic attack and um, increased heart rate. Why? Why would you do that? You know, just because it's different. Okay. You know what? Sometimes being bored is good. You don't want different. You don't want to set your arms on fire, or your whole your arms, whatever. You don't, your whole body on fire just because you know it's a different sensation. Just don't do it. Don't set your don't set your body on fire. Okay. And one last uh, thing before we go here. This is the uh, reception from Dave Schilling of Vice on this film, and I think it encapsulizes my feelings too. What's actually insidious about the whole endeavor is that it is so good at being so bad. Just think that over, folks, and uh, make sure uh, you tune in next time to all to real two. two. And uh, cheer up, folks! Merry Christmas! <laughs> Thanks for listening to All Too Real Two podcast. A Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Hawes. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com.